wonderlijk. Okay, that's part of my vocab in Afrikaans. Because <laughs> I can't give the interpretation. <laughs> hey, you can't believe how lacquer it is to be back like this. Karen, find the scripture for today, next week. Thank you. <laughs> Better watch these guys, they get out of hand. Eh? When I'm not here, they do all sorts of stuff. Start framing things for each other. <clears throat> I'm just taking a moment to... taken what hasn't been here for a while. I don't have to cry, but I want to. <laughs> you know what? I can't just turn the tears on. I've got to, if I start to think, then I want to cry because God is doing such a good thing. When, when Justine sent that word, and by the way, Justin, you have to put that on the Josh Jen. Yes. Because when you go through all that stuff, I can't remember that. So I need, to, I need to remember that stuff. When Justin gave that word to Patty, <clears throat> I'd had this picture. I was going to preach on, I was going to finish my preach on eternity. Um... And I heard something that was so like key when I was at Com on Wednesday night. That I should do that. And then I just felt, I woke up in the morning and I said to Patty, I can't do that. I had this dream of the church in a building celebrating God. And then they poured out of the doors and into outside, all over the place. Not only here on a Sunday, but wherever they worked, wherever they found themselves, they just poured out into those places and began to affect and touch and change people's lives. You know what? It's not about gathering knowledge here on a Sunday. It's about coming, being encouraged to go out and to actually make a difference outside there. We can't come here on a Sunday and leave without applying what I've said, because I'll get angry with you. <laughs> See, I make myself laugh, and I don't, don't have to cry. So I woke up to Patty, and what I've called this preach is outpouring, outworking, outgoing. Outpouring, outworking, outgoing. I initially started with waiting, but that didn't fit in with the out. So, and then when I read scripture, I actually realized that the waiting part is actually done with. It's finished. Once the Holy Spirit comes, He's not going to come again. He's here with us. It's our responsibility to make sure that we fold with an in the ongoing basis. But anyway, the word, that the, the sentence that I heard, and I think it's key for eternity, 
is that God will hurt you so that he doesn't have to harm you. He'll hurt you now so that he doesn't have to stop you from going into eternity. You don't even take notes. I got it from you. Hey, I so enjoyed Come on Wednesday night. All sorts of things, but we haven't got enough time to do that. People getting healed, speaking of healing, just amazing. Beautiful time of worship. If you're not having that in your comp, go somewhere else. I'll give you permission. That'll put the comm leaders under pressure. <laughs> we have to, guys. We can't become, oh. We've got to be those that are making a difference. We've got to be those that are excited and together with those that God has put us. We have to be. We, we have to be linking our arms together. And I, I, I didn't listen to Donnie's preach because they're generally not as good as mine, but... Um, <laughs> I just said that because I feel a bit threatened, you know. <laughs> but, but Donnie's word about building shoulder to shoulder, each one doing their portion, so exciting. You know what, if we don't do our portion, there's a hole in the wall. We can't afford to have those holes. So I'm going to start with Acts 1 and verse 4. It says, on one occasion... While he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. Do not leave Jerusalem. Guys, you know what? We are often in a hurry. We get very quickly tired of waiting. Because our devotional is generally on the way to work with a CD and the player, and some people brush their teeth at the same time, some shave. If you want to, you can bring your own water and drink when I drink. My mouth gets dry because I take medication. And so if I don't drink, I can't speak. Eventually it's like... <laughs> so bring your own water. Some guys bring their own coffee, which is even better, because it keeps you awake and you don't fall asleep. My wife said I must watch the time. She comes to me this week. She says to me, you know what? I went back and looked at all the preachers, and yours are always 40 minutes. I said they're fortunate they weren't an hour. <laughs> Don't get tired of waiting. So often we just rush into stuff. We haven't heard God. Sometimes God has said no, and you just, but I'm going to do it anyway. Or God says yes, and you say, no, I'm not doing that. Acts 1 and verse 8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. The Holy Spirit's not coming again. He's here. 
but you can ask him for more and more on a daily basis. What you have is not enough because you leak. All of us leak. The word says we, we clay pots and so we leak. What's it saying there? You will receive power. Guys, the power of God changes people's hearts. You speaking and waxing lyrical and talking can, can take a half an hour and somebody can come like Vince and say, don't be heavily burdened. And that just cuts you right through your heart into your very being and you begin to change. We need to be those that walk in power. You guys remember what power meant? Presence of God, obedience, the Word of God, and the authority in Christ. I spell it differently to everyone else. I spell it power. If you look at that, the primary reason for being filled with the Spirit, and we tend to go all over the place, the primary reason is to be witnesses. Receive my Spirit and go and be witnesses. So Acts 2 and verses 1 to 2. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and everyone woke up and filled the whole house where they were sitting. Suddenly a sound outpouring. Suddenly there was an outpouring. The Holy Spirit began to move. I, I can't wait for the day. I've read of revivals where things go crazy. We worry about a few flags over there. I'm not, I don't talk about flags. I'm talking about people falling out of their chairs. Jonathan Edwards laying on the floor screaming, please don't kill me. Holding on to the pillars. Don't you hold on, yeah, so you'll be gone anyway. We is preaching, the people were holding on, they're saying, please don't kill me. They all had this picture of the earth opening up and hell getting ready for people to come down. Suddenly a sound. Suddenly. Suddenly is when you get a fright. When I watch movies and there's like, and someone's like, got their knife, mm, no, it's got his gun over there, mm. and you can see what's going to happen, but your heart's going, doo, 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 doo. you know what I do to make it less stressful, I put the sound off, <laughs> then it's no problem, it's like, yeah, baby, I actually do it for Patty, she can't handle sudden sounds, so, Suddenly, don't allow the Holy Spirit to catch you unawares. Don't let Him catch you unawares. So the, sometimes when the Holy Spirit is there, there's a sound. Whatever the sound may be. If you're in, if you're in Sean's workshop, it's like spanners falling on the ground. That's the sound you hear. If it's at Luke's place, it's like... Ooh, 
Don't worry, I'm not going to expose any of you other guys. <laughs> Tim, it's like... Oh, pfft, my arm again. <laughs> Lindy's is very quiet. It just comes on the email, about five of them at once. Like, Lindy, slow down, except close. You. <laughs> the, the, the change comes before I even get to the first one that's wrong. <laughs> so I don't know which one to delete. We need to be ready. We need to be ready. You, you know what? Water, if you hear the sound of water, it's to refresh. The sound of water comes to refresh. And if you hang around Andre for long enough, you'll hear the water come, because he's a plumber. And you'll hear the water when the pipe bursts. <laughs> he's not a plumber. He tells other plumbers what to do, actually. Fire, fire comes to burn. You get this thing that's burning inside of you. Lord, what, how do I do this? Wind comes to blow and to clean out. My funniest thing is when you get the garden service outside. I think I could have had another vocation, eh? Comedian. And then when they all finished... Here comes the man with the blower. And I don't know what he's doing because he's blowing it from one place to the next place. And it's actually not that, that's not their space. Hey, the guys next door, I got so angry with them. I climbed up over the wall eventually because we got a jacuzzi. These guys are blowing all their grass over the wall into my jacuzzi. I climbed up over the wall. Hey! Oh, sorry. I'll, I'll blow it the other way. He comes as the comforter to care. Guys, how many of you know when you go through a really difficult patch in your life? It's really difficult, and you don't know how you're going to cope, and you sense the Holy Spirit come and take a hold of you and begin to care for you. It's like he takes your heart in his hand, and he says, don't worry, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. He comes as a counselor to teach. Who knows that you need to learn the lesson the first time around so you don't have to go around the next time. You can all drink now. You know, you know what you should do? You should just cut a little slit in your mask and you can drink through there. I hope there's no police people, yeah. 
He comes as the healer to heal. You know what? Maybe you've had many opportunities where you've prayed and people haven't been healed. You know what God says? Pray again. Keep on praying. Keep on praying to see people healed. People heals mentally. He, he, he heals emotionally. He heals physically. And you know what? You might think, oh, but I don't have the gift of healing. You know, I, I don't believe I have the gift of healing either. But I can pray for people to be healed. Imagine if you had to be a prophet to come and share prophecy. And then this one, convictor. There's no such word, by the way. My computer had a red line under there. Convictor to purify. Guys, we need to be purified. We can't carry on with all this junk in our life. We need to get rid of it. And you know what? Don't try and get rid of it on your own. Allow the Holy Spirit to come and to remove it from you. Say, hey, come, Lord. Acts 2.4, it says, All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Who's, who was filled? All of them. All of you have been filled. And they began to speak. They were saturated. They were dripping. You know, when you grab a, a, a sponge and you put it in the water and you squeeze it like that so it's dry, and then you let it out and you pick it up, it just runs down because it's saturated. They begin to speak as the Spirit, speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Guys, if you can't speak in other tongues, I don't want to scare you and get you never to come back at church. But the Word says that we can, and it says the Holy Spirit enables us. If, you, if, you, if you're afraid of, of, of speaking in other tongues, it's not a train smash, because there there's nine gifts. That's one of the gifts. But here it's specifically speaking about the Holy Spirit enabling you to talk. As I've told you guys before, for me to pray in tongues is weird because like I get to five minutes and I'm like, oh. So what I've done, what I've done, I've got a route that I march with, that I walk. And as I walk, I pray in tongues and I know that it takes me about so long to do that route. And by the time I get home, I've prayed for half an hour in tongues. And it says in Jude, either 20 or 21, that he, Build up your faith in the Holy Spirit by praying in the Spirit. All of them. So we go from outpouring to outworking. Something funny I found, Acts 2.12, amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, what does this mean? So I thought, well, let me go and see what the commentary says. You know what? The commentaries don't talk about those words. They're there, but they don't talk about them. So I went to the, the Strong's Concordance and I looked and it said they mean to astound, to marvel. So in the English language, they're actually like perplexed. They, they were astound and they marveled at what God was doing. 
somehow, Acts 2.13, somehow ever made fun of them and said, they have had too much wine. You know what? When you say things like that, you lack understanding. Examine your heart when you feel like, oh, that person's had too much to drink. Examine your heart because maybe God is doing something in their life and he caught their attention. You can go and read Galatians 5, 22 to 26. It's the fruits of the Spirit. We need to work out the fruits of the Spirit. How do we do this? John 15, it says, first of all, we get pruned. Then it says we need to remain. Then it says we need to bear fruit. And to love the Lord is to keep His commandments. I've often said the, the love language of God is to keep His commandments. Okay, now I'm going to go fast, Okay. All peace, so you can put P first of all. We need to go out with passion. I'm going to read this one. The chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. The chief end of man is to glorify God. We always get that part right. And enjoy Him forever. We don't get that part. We're like, God, that's the Westminster Catechism. Okay, so peace, power, healing, proclamation, persecution, possessions, shared, prayer, united, focused, purity, and a nice and safari. He wiped them out because they were unpure. Planting, pain. Pain is the success. Success is the ability to endure pain. Here we go with Luke again. No pain, no gain. I've always heard that in the gym. No pain, no gain. That's why I don't go to the gym. Uh, that's actually weak for Luke. He's got much worse ones. You know what? You won't do any of those without being filled by the Holy Spirit. None of them. And Josh Jen has this wonderful scripture in Acts 2.42 where it says, they devoted themselves... And then it's got fellowship, breaking of bread, apostolic teaching. You know that scripture. They devoted themselves. Not the leaders devoted. They devoted themselves. So how could they do this? Because in those days, people were getting killed for their faith. So how did they do it? If you go a little way up, it says, be baptized and repent and you'll be filled with the Holy Spirit. It's the only way to devote yourself to God, is to be saved, repent, and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Okay, Lindy. Do you want to come make a noise? I shouldn't say noise. It's a good thing. So I want you to remember those three words. Outpouring. Outworking. So what God puts in, you must put out. Outpouring. Outworking. Outgoing. Guys, we need to ask ourselves today, where are we going out? 
It says Judea, Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria. Your Jerusalem is probably your neighborhood where you live. Your Judea is probably this country that we live in. And then Samaria's to the ends of the earth. So there's no spot left untouched. And so this morning, I, I want you to think on those things. Outpouring, outworking, outgoing. You know, when we, when we normally say somebody's outgoing, it means that they're the life of the party. They speak to everyone. They laugh. They do all sorts of things, and everybody is attracted to them. That's why we need to be those people. We need to be outgoing. So, Lord, I come to you this morning. In the wonderful name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, you are here. You are here. Folks, open your hearts this morning. The Holy Spirit's here. Open your hearts. And your prayer needs to be, Holy Spirit, come and finish what you have started in my life. Come and finish what you have started in my life. And He has started a work in most of our lives. And He is quick to come and to bring that work further forward every time. But you, you cannot experience the Holy Spirit. And that's where theology and experience actually clash, is where the Holy Spirit meets theology. Because He's experiential, theirs is very factual. And they both right. And they both needed. But this morning, the Holy Spirit wants to come and He wants to touch you. He wants to touch you. Yes, Lord. Come. Come, Holy Spirit. Wait. Don't be in a hurry. Wait. Don't be distracted by what's going on around you. That's fine. You know what? We, get, we are religious when we allow things to distract us from what God is doing. We're not religious. We, we can just wait on God. Thank you, Lord, that you are here. I know you're here because I'm feeling you all over me, Lord. My hands are shaking. My stomach is in a knot. Oh, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit. Why don't we just stand up together this morning and open our arms? I always think of it like I'm a huge, my arms are a huge funnel for the Holy Spirit just to be poured out. But if you're here this morning and you've never received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you cannot be filled with the Holy Spirit. You have to first make that step 
of surrender, to come into that place of relationship before God will allow His Holy Spirit to fill you. And so if you're in that place this morning, I'm not going to put you under pressure. I'm, I'm asking you to come in, come to the front afterwards and come and speak to me. There may even be people among us that were once in a good relationship with God, but they've allowed things to creep in. And COVID being one of those, it's kept you out of fellowship. It's stopped you from being with your friends and your family, those that love God. But then for us, those that are here, the, those that are in relationship with you, Lord, I just pray right now, Lord, that Holy Spirit, you would come. That you would come. Come and finish this work you've started, Lord. Come and finish this work. feel that there's some of you that there's a blockage i just want to pray for that right now lord that you would bring get rid of that blockage that you would open up the gates of heaven into people's hearts that your spirit would be poured out in a mighty way that you would be glorified in their life lord whatever's caused that blockage whether it be COVID, or whether it be uh, friends or family or uh, just the place that you're in mentally or physically, I pray right now for that blockage to be broken in the name of Jesus. Broken in the name of Jesus. Broken in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.